what happened? What was going on with the White House press release? Or what were you talking about? Oh, three thousand. Uh, basically, the president said that the Pentagon can activate up to three thousand reserve and IRR soldiers to support. Um, what is it? Uh, Operation Atlantic Resolve OAR yeah. or which is already like an ongoing operation. Like that's like right. Paul, like why we have so many people in Poland and Romania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. But like Joe and I said, there's some poor IRR guy that's like, yeah, I'm getting out. I'm all done. <laughs> and he's getting a yeah. phone call. Like, no, you're not. I Joe wonder what percentage of the IRR is actually fit for duty. Um, I imagine most people just start smoking weed instantly. They get into the IRR. I mean, there's a good portion of them that, like, are not. But I I think when IRR gets called up, they don't really care, because usually it's, like, medical providers that get called. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they don't give two shits if Dr. Smith is fucking 250 pounds now, you know, as <laughs> mm-hmm. long as he can still provide medical care. That's fair enough. Yeah. Man, and that's... So if that's who they call, it really suck. Because, like, I imagine a lot of medical officers get out as soon as they can. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, as soon as, like, they, you know, they've, they've got a lot of their, like, student loans paid off. I mean, mm-hmm. those guys have, like, you know, a quarter to half a million dollars of student loan debt by the time they graduate med school. It's a lot. I think I told you guys, uh, one of my buddies, Aaron... Uh, he was a he was a provider for uh, the seals when we were downrange, but before he got his doctorate, he was a medic with Green Berets, and then he got out. Him and his wife got their their uh, MDs in like family medicine or something like that. But he did it so much later in life that he's like, dude, I was like forty by the time I graduated med school. <laughs> So by the time I would have been done paying off my student loans, it would have been time to retire, and like I wouldn't have yeah. a great retirement. So that's why he went back into the service, but this time uh, on the Navy side, as a uh, as a provider. He was a really cool dude. He was a good dude. But he was like, yeah, between the two of us. I, I mean, I, I want to say that that it was like three hundred thousand each that, that they had in student loan debt. That's wild, man. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the movie Rio? Uh. Uh-uh. Like oh, the, the, you never watched it like with the, the birds? Yeah, the birds. I think part of it, at least, I probably dozed off. My wife and I, whenever we talk about Minnesota, we always call it Tiny Soda, because in that movie, he says Tiny Soda is like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there there was, uh, I mean, it was fairly recent, probably in the last six months to a year. I There was somebody from Minnesota, and I called it Tiny Soda, and he was like, Minnesota, and I was like, Oh, my bad, dude. Like, I was just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Take it pretty seriously. Some people do take shit like that seriously. I told you guys about how me and my buddy Tavo, when when we were in Bullock, we got kicked out of the Uber because we, the guy's name was, his name was Aaron, and we called him A.A. Ron, and he fucking kicked us out of the the Uber. You deserve to be kicked out. For calling somebody A.A. Ron? Yeah. You're siding (laughs) with the Uber driver? I am. The stupidest no. joke ever. It's so played out. You deserve to be yeah. kicked out. You can walk. No, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna like 
I'm going to paint a picture for you here of how this went down. So, like, you know, me and him, we got we got pretty liquored up, which is unusual because neither of us are very big drinkers. And uh, so he calls an Uber. We jump in the Uber. We get like, uh, I don't know, maybe 20 percent of the, the trip down. And uh, at some point, like Tavo says something to Aaron. And I was like, oh, you're you're Aaron, like a run. And he was like, don't call me that. And I, I thought he was just joking. Like I was a little drunk. Um, and I, I think Tavo thought that he was joking, too. And I was like, oh, OK, Aaron. And uh, he was like, no, I'm serious. I'm going to kick you guys out if you guys if you keep calling me that. And so Tavo at that point kind of <laughs> d- double well, we doubled down on it. Right. Because yeah. we're drunk and we're like, this, this guy's a douchebag for getting upset about being called AA run. And he kicked us out of the, the Uber, like legitimately okay. kicked us out of the Uber. He kind of sounds like a douche. But I still put yeah. the AA run joke next to like whenever somebody says they're they're deaf and they reply with what? What? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking idiots. I hate you all. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like when when this guy like was had committed to kicking us out. I was like, you're a cuck, aren't you? (laughs) (laughs) It was pretty funny. Looking back, it was actually really funny. Dropped us off in a pretty ghetto part of town, too. I'd call another Uber. Luckily, somebody else picked us up. But I think also, like, if the Uber cancels your ride, I think you don't get charged for it. So I don't think Tabo got charged. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. That was actually a pretty cool night. That was, uh, we went and saw Incubus and Sublime. It's pretty dope. That sounds kick-ass. Yep. We took the youngest to get their first haircut today. He was super excited. Yeah, he was jazzed up. Like, oh, yeah, let me go, let me go. And we finally take him there. He gets super shy around strangers. He's, like, hiding behind my leg. He just sat in the chair and just, like, (laughs) and cried the whole time. Poor guy. Oh. So now he's probably never gonna let it was I didn't seem so traumatizing. I'll never let anybody cut his hair again, but that's I I don't remember if really that's how what he our youngest he got one haircut and then just didn't want a haircut anymore for like five years. I remember fine. your son having that real long hair, mm-hmm. dude. It was like super uh, long. Um, I, I I think it was the last episode where we kind of talked about how like we forget shit, and that's one of those things. Like I'm sure that if I was to ask my wife, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, I remember them getting their first haircut. It was April 13th of you know 2012 <laughs> or whatever yeah. for the kids." And like, but like I don't. I wish that I could remember things like that, but like I I just don't. Like I can't remember their first haircuts which is kind of sad it's really unfortunate yeah i don't i doubt i will either i mean 10 years down the line i'll kind of i'll probably remember roughly yeah. where we went i'll retain stuff like that it's really weird like what you what you retain and what you don't it's not a choice you know yeah. true I mean, sometimes I like. I think you can like consciously try to remember certain things, but for me, it's more about like the I don't know the feelings, you know. What's happening whenever I meet somebody and I instantly forget their name? Why does that happen to me? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. 
especially if it's like a boring name like Adam, Joe, or Josh. Like if it's nothing interesting, I'm pretty. I'm not very good. Those are about the most uninteresting names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like my next door neighbor, I met him one time. His name's Kai. I'm never gonna forget that dude's name. Nice. He's actually, he's actually like an army colonel. What's oh, his right. name? Yeah, yeah, Kai, like from Dogtown, like, <laughs> like about to shred it up on a skateboard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, one of my buddies from recruiting, I still talk to. His name is Kai Mana. He goes by Kai. Wonder if that's short for something. I don't know. Seem like a nice that- dude. There's so I, I feel like there's got to be like a sweet spot with that, though, because sometimes people have names that are like they're unique. And so you would think that they would be easy to remember, but they're almost like too unique, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I can't remember that. They're so unique. And I don't know, in my experience, I always forget them and call them by something else. Yeah. That's how Hulk Hogan started started using brother all the time. Is he just couldn't keep up with all the people he's meeting on a regular basis through sponsorships and marketing deals or whatever. That's when everybody became brother. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. That's weird, like, though, the people that, like, live in a costume. I forget whatever he got in trouble for, and he was in court, whatever lawsuit or whatever happened. But I remember him still in court. Like, you'd see the pictures, and the dude has just a black giant bandana on in a suit. Like, he's a... Uh, New War, uh, what was the group whenever Hogan went bad? And WWE. New World Order? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, NWO. Mm-hmm. No, uh-huh. that's not NWO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's kind of the same thing. Okay. It's not NWA. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the... The like the lizard NWO or like like wrestling NWO. <laughs> you you gotta be specific, man, because you know lizard NWO is a whole other ball game. The lizard people, man. You see the woman freaking out on the plane video? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I keep seeing people like, yeah, I was there too, making like fake videos saying that the dude's eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blinked horizontal instead of vertically. Do you guys ever get on Reddit? <laughs> I'll get stuck on Reddit. I try to stay off. Yeah, I love Reddit comments because, like, anytime something happens, well, TikTok they do it too. But like in the comments, people will be like, um, "I was there. I was the seat." And then like people <laughs> will just keep going on with this ridiculous fucking like story. I, I don't even. Yeah, that shit's funny as hell. With that woman, though, specifically, I, I the reason I find it so interesting isn't because, like, because I think that she saw something. You know, I think she's 99% chance that she's just bad shit. Um, but what I find so interesting about it is that we're at a place in in society right now where, like, people are like, hey, well, let's hear this woman out. You know, because everything is just so fucking crazy right now that, like, wait, people are like, hey, let's, let's hear what... You- let's hear what she has to say like who is she mm-hmm. talking about you know and nobody nobody actually knows who she was talking about nobody knows who this woman is like where did she go apparently she's on a cruise somewhere i don't know maybe she got off by, by the fbi cia 
She's getting replaced with a lizard person clone. <laughs> Since we've been having so many like extraterrestrial conversations lately, I started asking like people I work with, people I'm around all the time, if they ever have any, any encounters. And oddly, like most of them do. Yeah, there was something I was listening to recently, man, and, and like I guess that there's been some studies done on that, and it's like the vast majority of people have experienced some kind of high strangeness in their life. But and high strangeness is like a, I don't know, it's it's actually like an academic term now, but because um, it really it just encompasses a lot of things. But that some people obviously experience more high strangeness than others, and like people who have like frequent or vivid experiences usually are much more likely to have more experiences you know mm-hmm. um and and what's weird about it though is like somebody somebody who experiences like a ufo is more likely to to have an experience with like a ghost and that kind of goes back to our conversation uh, on on the exploration episode when we were talking about little green men you know is like yeah. are they all kind of tied in together and basically the same thing mm-hmm yeah, it's a it, we're just in such an interesting place in society. <laughs> yeah, I bet Adam's a lizard person. He looks like it with that mustache. If anybody is, I mean, he's definitely cold blooded. He's it's the middle of July and he has a blanket on him. Mm-hmm. No, just laying on the blanket. Mm. Oh, my kids could definitely be lizard people. <laughs> go on it could be 95 100% humidity they're like I'm gonna wear a sweatshirt today like no why it's comfortable <laughs> on what planet that's my oldest in the winter dude it'll be like minus 20 degrees you know with that Nebraska cold and he'll be like I'll be like he'll be wearing shorts I'm like dude what are you doing and he's like I just like wearing shorts dad <laughs> okay I can see the way that, with that though. Yes. Yeah, the Adam. way that I picture you though right now, Adam, like being all snuggled up with that blankie under your chin and like laying on your bed or whatever you're doing is like I imagine that like your feet are like <laughs> crossed um, perpendicular to the ground and like you're like swinging them back. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Like a like a woman on the phone with her with her boyfriend, some young love. Are you smitten by us, Adam? <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> I for, I forget when it was, but uh, uh, Katie Cakes was my squad leader or something at one point, and she she messaged me and asked me if I got home all right, and I sent her a picture of me with my legs like that crossed on my bed. I was like, made it. <laughs> Dude, I haven't talked to her in a while. I wonder has anybody talked to her? Like, check in, see how she's doing, see how things yeah. are going with the. Uh, the zero man. The zero man. Oh, Thank you for that... getting it, Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, her. I talk to her almost daily, probably texting back and forth. Nice. But... Dude, I got these random messages the other day that was like, um, Adam left the group. Adam left the group. There was like two groups that, that so were much. like, I don't know if they're. Yeah. Did we try it? I was like, oh, okay. Fuck you too, Adam. Yeah, it was, well, before we started doing, like, the messenger one, yeah. 
without it said that you left it. So I don't know if you got like a new phone or if you did something to your phone, but it was like, peace oh, out, Girl Scout. Yeah. I completely switched carriers and everything. Oh, dang. They let you keep your number? Uh-huh. That's pretty cool. Yeah, if, uh, I don't know what you guys have for phone service, but, uh, do you? Do you do AT&T or the FirstNet? I don't even know what FirstNet is, so probably just AT&T. So FirstNet was set up for, like, first responders and military. So if there's ever, like, another natural disaster or another 9-11, your phone takes priority on the cell towers over everybody else. And if there aren't cell towers, they can set out drones that'll create like a another whole another cellular network that you'll operate on. FirstNet. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna give. I've I've always wondered, like, Mark. So you know, pretty dumb when it comes to like cellular service, but um. I've always been curious as to like how they, how like those those companies get away with, not get away with, but like how they're able to bring the cost down so low compared to like AT and T and Verizon. Is it just because of the overhead or like, like why is that? You know what I mean? I think as far as this goes, it's probably got some sort of government funding to it. But like during nine eleven in New York, there was so much cell phone traffic, like nobody could call anyone. Mm-hmm. And it's causing the whole yeah. network to crash. I and remember people just like the people that needed to be like having cell service couldn't get on. Interesting. I remember about probably a decade ago on New Year's, you couldn't like send, it'd be really hard to send a text right at midnight on New Year's because everybody's sending New Year's Happy New Year's text. Mm hmm. Some of the other guys I know, they said, like, in Memorial Stadium on game day, they still have 4G service, no problems, no lagging, when everybody else's phones aren't working. Yeah. There's too many. Right. What's the statistic with Memorial, uh, with the stadium? It becomes, like, the third most populated place in, Can- in Nebraska or something? Yeah. 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 The, the stadium, <laughs> Memorial Stadium. Yeah. It's pretty badass. What's it hold, like 90,000? I feel like I should know. Uh, I tickets. It's got to be more than 60. Without Memorial Stadium, Bellevue's the third largest, and we're like 65,000. Yeah. It's it's like just under a hundred thousand. I forget the I exact number, like ninety. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That, that's what's popping out in my head. Yeah, I think it is ninety three. I mean, it's not like it would be hard for us to Google it, but um, apparently we're all too lazy to <laughs> do a quick Google search. Nebraska is like I'm pretty sure it's the most cons- consecutive sellouts. I'm sure you guys know that, but like I hate that it's the, the university will buy the tickets that don't get sold just to maintain that record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, that's a little shitty, right? Yeah. It's not the university doesn't buy the the booster the boosters. Yeah. Yeah. 
Which I don't, I don't feel like that's shady. I mean, that's just like you know, for, former Husker alumni that are like, no, we're gonna keep this record going. So they, they, you know, fucking, they shoulder the cost of that, and then they just, you know, they sell a lot of them off or give a mm, lot of them away. Yeah, which is cool, you know. I wonder what the, because like it was always boasted how many All Americans Nebraska had as well. I don't, I don't wonder what all goes into being an All American. Like if it's academics, like does link. <laughs> Is UNL just really easy for the football players? I wonder how that yeah. went down. That's what it's got to be, right? Man, I, I, I don't – so I'm probably going to dime them out a little bit, but one of my buddies played for Nebraska uh, like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the way that he explained it to me – and, dude, I'm sure that this happens at most D1 schools. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, he – he was like he was explaining that like one of his classes for example was like a massage therapy class and it was just him and three other football players that just like took turns giving each other massages like, <laughs> it was so yeah i mean they, they like they they do take like easier classes and stuff like that a lot of times well not all the time you know there's some some pretty pretty smart guys but yeah i remember marcus Mariotto. he was the quarterback for oregon before he Went to Tennessee to play professional, but his senior year, he'd got pretty much all his credits or had everything he needed to get done, done, but he still had to be a student there. So it was like his, he had two classes, I think. And it was yoga and golf. Nice. Yeah. That's badass. Yoga'd be cool. That's why you should be like, using your GI Bill for it, man. And, yeah. <laughs> Did I, uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm finishing off a few more classes uh, for my master's degree. And, uh, somebody was like, yeah, you know, you like, they were talking about their, their post 9-11 GI bill. And like, I used all mine and yeah. what little bit, cause so, uh, I don't know if you guys recall, but like I did like the two years of community college when I was on active duty and then, uh, two year. And then I finished my degree mm-hmm. as TPU. Um, and then, so because of that, I had like 16 months remaining of benefits or 18 months or whatever. And so I had transferred that to my wife which paid for the rest of her school. Oh, so nice. I burned through all my post on them. But anyways, I'm talking to, to one of my buddies and he's like talking about the post 9-11 GI Bill. And um, and I was like, man, you know, maybe I should just go and look. And I looked and I have one day. I have one day <laughs> remaining of benefits, right? So I'm like, I'm like, I, like, I wonder like if I can actually get anything from that one day. So I called the VA and I was like, hey, this is, you know, I'm working on uh, my master's degree and yada, yada, yada. And I saw that I have one day remaining of benefits. Like, can I use that? And she was like, yeah, actually, that one day will pay for the whole semester. And so I'm like, no, what? I'm going to like, yeah. <laughs> so my last my last semester, I have stacked with three graduate level classes. So it'll be a tough one, but it'll also be an expensive term. And uh, so I'm like, I'm just going to wait until I get to my last semester and then fucking be like, all right, hey, yeah. use up my one day of fucking benefits. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty excited. No about way. It, yeah, it's kick ass. Man, and like the percentage of people that would just be like, oh, well, that's not going to fuck. I'm not going to get anything out of that and just yeah, never call or pursue it. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I'm still pretty stoked about it because I'm almost there. Like, use that bitch. Speaking of school, Nebraska just passed a law where, uh, Fire and police can go back to school for free. Whoa. Wow. So, dude. And it covers your spouse and children. No way. For dude. free? 
for free. Is that through like the the University of Nebraska system, like UNO, UNL, UNK? Uh, any as the way it read was any school in the state of Nebraska, as long so, like, as you're pu- publicly funded schools in the state. Yeah, or nonprofits, whatever. That's so, I don't know if UNL would fall under that, but regardless, like, it would. Yeah, it definitely would. But Damn. yeah. All fire and police, as long as you're like actively serving, you can attend school for free. UNL is one of the, like the only. I think there might be like ten or so colleges that have a PGA professional uh, degree system where you can get your bachelor's in pretty much like golf. But they oh. got kick. Yeah, they've got like kick-ass simulators and all the training, and I'm sure you get like part of your clubs and like equipment gets part of your tuition. Kind of thing. No. Yeah. Man, go play golf. <laughs> my my uh, my son for the last like four years, he's you know I thought like, I'm not really entertained unless he like sticks to it for a while. But like he's still wants to be a pilot. You know when he um, when he when he gets done with high school and goes to college. And so I was looking at aviation programs, and turns out that UNO ha- also has a like an excellent aviation program. That's, like, That's cool. Yeah. I met uh, Steve's son on, like, the weekend before uh, the 4th of July, right? I guess maybe I'd I'd met him, but not even really talked to him. This kid is so smart, man. He's uh, maybe, like, middle school age. He knows so much about aviation and World War II and military uh, uh, fixed wings, and I, like, blew my mind. You said this is Steve's son? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like I think, vaguely remember his kids. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he's gonna. That's that's what, what he wants to do. Could be a pilot. I'm like that's cool, man. I wish I had an idea of what I wanted to do when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you if you remember, but like I was working on my pilot's license, and I that the only reason I even did that was so that Aiden could like ride with me and mm, yeah. like be in in the cockpit, you know, like seeing how it's done and stuff. Because apparently you can. So you can't get your private pilot's license until you're 17, but you can start logging hours when you're 16. So I'm like, hey, dude, when you turn 16, you know, we'll we'll get you in the airplane and you can start logging hours. And then as soon as you turn 17, you know, you can test, basically. That's cool. Uh, there was a kid in my graduating class in high school. He did that. And then uh, went to the Air Force Academy and he's a F-16 pilot now. Whew. That's dope. Yeah. It's way cooler than any job I've ever had. Yeah, that's way cooler than any job any of us have ever had, except for Adam. Adam. Yeah, that's my hero. Let me be your hero, baby. Adam, do you ever drive anywhere without a seatbelt on? Oh, yeah. (laughs) You said, yeah? Yeah. Oh, man. I would think after all the blood and guts you've seen that, that that i was expecting like a hard no but i, I guess that's uh, to... don't get me wrong seatbelts definitely save lives and you should definitely wear it all the time but i, I just forget or i don't I'm like yeah i'm not going that far it'll be fine yeah man i'm only going 18 miles <laughs> 
I remember the saddest shit in high school. Like, uh, I don't know if it was D.A.R.E. or whatever program it was, or if it was just, like, a county deputy. They came in, and they were just, like, really preach. Because everybody started, had started driving. And uh, so they're really preaching how important, like, seatbelts are. And I think they gave us some video to make scare us all. But, uh, like, the saddest part, like, the saddest thing happened. Like one of the kids in my class, like, stood up, and he goes, he explains that his mom got, in a, in a car accident and the seatbelt itself i think like ruptured her spleen or something and like that was what actually killed her i was like oh. if you're at that deputy at that school what the fuck do you do after that uh, <laughs> i mean that's super sad and unfortunate yeah but like i, 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 I mean say, I've seen way more injuries from seatbelts like obviously it probably stopped that person from being ejected but now they have a bunch of broken ribs or a cracked sternum. I'd take that over being ejected, though. Well, yeah. that's where it gets really fucking gruesome, dude. People get ejected and, you know, get yeah. cut in half and fucking mangled. And yeah. And you know, I thought, that was over the cement. I thought that would happen way more than it actually does. Yeah. Oh, man. Why did, I, why did I get let down? Why did I feel, <laughs> why did I feel like I got it's let dark, down dude. there? Oh my god! Uh, I, you should probably be going back to the VA. Like, hey, like, no, I need more mental was, health services. I think it was last summer. I wasn't on it, but the dude got ejected and thrown probably three hundred feet and splattered against the side of a McDonald's drive-through. Like a bunch of people were screaming, and people inside McDonald's were like, "What the fuck?" What's going on? Oh this guy God. was just there for like 15 minutes. No one knew like why people were screaming. They're just like, oh, that's weird. But yeah, he got thrown 300 feet into a McDonald's drive through You know what I imagine that looked like? If you guys have ever seen The Boys, have you guys seen that movie? Or the no, show on Amazon? It pissed, uh-uh. I've never even heard of it until yesterday, and it pissed me off. Oh, dude, it's so good. It's such a good show. But, like, in the very first episode, man, one of the superheroes, they call him Soups, is, like, he's, like, all drugged out, dude. And he's, like, running down the road and just pink mist this chick that's, like, standing in the street. Like, like, <laughs> so, like, her boyfriend is, like, standing with it. Like, so it's, like, her embracing her boyfriend. She's, like, standing off the, the curb and he's, like, on the curb. And she just, like, as he's standing there, she just... Pfft, like blows up in front of him, dude. Her tooth is like hanging out of his mouth and shit. It's Jesus. it's rough, dude. It's crazy as fuck. The only reason it pissed me off is because we were trying to play a Warzone last night, and I don't know how long they're gonna do it. But there's like I had the 16 gig updates. Then it was Warzone X, the boys, and now you get like superpowers in the game, and you can what. Yeah, you can teleport, laser vision, um, super jumps. And I'm like, hopefully this is just like a weekend thing. I'd never heard it before. Or just make it its own mode, you know? Yeah. Like, don't make that. Drag everybody into that. It's actually a really good show, though. I would recommend the show. Is it on it? What's it on? Uh, Amazon. It's a Prime show. Mm Mm-hmm. But this past weekend, uh, we were out at my sister's land, and my son and my nephew and my niece were in one of the UTVs that they got out there. 
and uh, my nephew, he's he's got like his permit, and so he's learning how to drive. And he was driving, and luckily, him in the driver's seat, and my son in the passenger seat. My niece was in the middle. Um, they were the the two outside ones are wearing their seatbelt, but they rolled, dude. The whole UTV rolled. Oh shit! And my son's like, yeah. So my son's like, like when we were rolling, like I like touched the grass, and I'm like, dude, it's a good thing you were wearing your seatbelt because like there's a good chance that you'd have been hanging out of that thing and it would have fucking rolled over you. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Oh my gosh. I think that that helped kind of validate seatbelts for him. Like he had bruising from the seatbelt, but mm-hmm. like when it when it stopped rolling, like he was on like the high side, so he's like dangling, you know. Um, but my niece, who was not wearing the seatbelt, she was. They had to take her to the hospital. I mean, oh she's fine God. now, but yeah, good. Um, Fuck. Yeah, uh, that's. It, it, I don't know. Something about this made me think of that and seatbelts. Because I'm always harping on my kids, like you know, make sure you're wearing your seatbelt. My wife's fucking car, it uh, it's it doesn't have like a column shifter. It's got the push, like right there on your right. It's got P for park, D drive neutral and reverse, all separate buttons. And if you sit in the car and I click on reverse, it won't let go of the emergency brake until I put on my seatbelt. Oh wow! It's so annoying. <laughs> Does she? What what is that like a Ford uh, Fusion or no not the Fusion um, is it a Ford sedan? It's a Hyundai Palisade. Oh, so that'd be like the is same the, that's like tell you auto version of the automatic seatbelt. You remember those cars? <laughs> yeah. Shut the yeah. I used to have a 50HO uh, Ford Thunderbird, man. It was 1990, and it had those like retractable automatic seatbelts. She was annoying as fuck. I could go for some pop-up headlights and an automatic seatbelt. Yeah. Like I could go for some nostalgia right now. Give me like, a, <laughs> give me like an IROC Chevy or Trans Am, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, Trans Ams are in the shit. Was that the old Corvettes that had, like, the circular ones that popped out? I can't remember. Guys, Sheldon's a big Chevy Chevy Corvette guy. He'll tell us. Oh, shit. I wasn't muted for that, was I? That's good. We're just trying to have a professional thing over here. Yeah. yeah, it's trying to really up the production. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it, it took me like six days, but I, I finally got the uh, the episode from last week up, by the way. Nice. So you guys can listen to it. I was, uh, I, was I think I was listening to the radio, and they were saying that Bruce w- or Willis was considering or had uh, sold his like rights to his voice through AI. Yeah. If we do enough podcasts, <laughs> like... How do you how do you hone it, how do you hone in on, how do you hone in on that technology? Um, I don't know. I, you know, it's actually funny that you mentioned that. I was recently thinking that I need to figure out this like deep fake stuff because that's that's like one thing that like I've heard a lot about, but I really don't personally know much about it. So I am curious about that. But it, my brother had mentioned that too. That I thought he said that he did. Like he basically like gave like an unlimited free use license to his like his likeness. What I was listening to said, like, I think they Googled it while they were sitting there. And I want to say they said every article except one said that it was true. So it probably is. 
Hmm. Well, if, if we can get enough of our, our own voices, like I, I want to know how that works. If we can go back, just type in the audio from that that episode, and then we just got AI Joe Carpenter over here rolling. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's like I've seen people doing shit like that, but I, I'm, I'm curious as to like how laborious it is. You know what I mean? Like if it takes a week to do that, then the juice definitely isn't worth the squeeze. But it is interesting for sure. Yeah. And it's becoming more and more lifelike. You know, they're like soon you won't be able to distinguish reality. Yeah. Well, the have you heard that some like high level scammers will call you? And they'll have enough voice to make you sound like your wife or your kids or a loved one. Yeah. Oh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Getting a call from my wife like, hey, lost something. I need you to send two grand here or whatever the case is. Or some general gets a call from President Biden that's like, go ahead and launch the nukes, you know? Like, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, that's kind of a gross exaggeration <laughs> of what could actually happen, but something to that effect i mean like you yeah. know it, it probably wouldn't take much a little bit of uh know-how and oh it's so scary terrifying the world I mean, is an interesting place right now i don't i don't stick with it like i used to i used to be pretty in the know but like i couldn't even tell you anything about this current state of Ukraine, Russia, anything that's really going on. Yeah. I try to at least get the cliff notes, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't get it from, like, mainstream. I mean, sometimes I do. Like, I'll get, like, news alerts and shit from, like, Yahoo and, um, you know, Google or whatever that's like, hey, you searched this up a week ago, so now we're going to tell you when an article pops up kind of thing. But um, honestly, dude, I get a lot of my news just from, like, TikTok. And, <laughs> yeah reddit facebook and twitter you know and just one of my favorite news but even then like everything that you see like you have to like validate you know so like i'll see Mm -hmm. something i'm like what that's interesting and then i gotta go google it and you know find legitimate news articles i wish i could plug about another guy's username but he always pops up and he goes and his videos are did you hear the news and he changes from him to himself and so i know exactly who yeah yeah i'm sure you've seen him a ton he'll just all rattle rattle off something that sounds crazy he goes nah Rattle off something else. No. Rattle off something else. Nah. Then at the very end, he goes, oh, Taylor Swift did this. Yeah. yeah. I So I like that guy's content, but the one thing that I'll say is that I regularly... So, like, I, like he'll say something, and I'll go fact-check it myself, mm-hmm. and I'll find that either, A, it was, like, there's just, like, one fringe news article about it somewhere or, like, a oh, fucking oh. Reddit post. Um, or it's like a gross exaggeration of what was actually reported, which is kind of disappointing because I do like that guy's content. Um, yeah. But I have found that I like, like there was one that he had the other day that was like uh, Chinese troops in the U.S. And like in a lot of the comments, it was like, where are you finding this information? And like, I'm sure maybe there are, you know, maybe there's like some special operators that are coming across the fucking Rio Grande and, you know, finding their way into the United States. But where are you finding that information? Like, that's... I would just say that, like, for him, like, you know, put put receipts in the in the yeah. com- oh, like yeah. uh, description uh, in the description. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. 
but I enjoy his stuff. There's a couple of guys that, that pop up like that. On Instagram, I really like the page uh, Real News No Bullshit. That you that said that's Insta? Yeah, that one's really good. Hmm. I'll have to check that out. Mm-hmm. Dude, it is hot as balls. Yeah, I, I, I can hear your AC ripping, too. Yeah. Dude, I don't think it's turned off in, like, weeks. Like, I, I bet you it's still over 100 degrees at 930. Hold on. Let me Do you know. have one or two units in your roof? Well, I no, I only have one roof unit, but I have, like, a... Um, um, it, like a like a portable one, you know, that, that you would like put the vent up to a window. Oh yeah. I, oh, it's 95 degrees. feels like a hundred though. And it's fucking nine 30 at night, dude. Heat index um, today was one ten. But the remember I was telling you that like when I got that portable AC, I didn't like the, the window things that, that come for the vent that oh, yeah. don't fit in an RV window. So I had to like 3d print my own up. fucking. Yeah. Pretty rad. What, what all he made on that thing? He made any, like, bunch of, just a bunch of toys and that, or what? No, I actually just got a brand new one. Uh, there was, I was talking to somebody that, that wanted to get into 3D printing, and I was considering upgrading anyway, so I was like, hey, like, if you're actually interested in it, I'll give you this one, and you can learn how to do it. If, if you find that you don't like it, just give it back to me, but I ordered a new one. Oh, nice. So, yeah, I actually just got it today, so it's, like, still in the box next to me. But I guess is there a, I does that take a lot? Like, is it pretty plug and play, or what's that process? Uh, like? It depends on. I mean, if you spend the money, then you can get ones that like auto level themselves, which this one does auto level, um, and like that are like self enclosed, and you know that they're. I wouldn't say that they're. None of them are really going to be like truly plug and play, but mm. some of them get pretty close. But with all of them, you're still gonna have to like load the the filament and stuff, and you have to know how to do that properly. But um, yeah, it's I mean it's pretty it's it's um, pretty plug and play. Nice. Pretty rad. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, this one, I, so I like the Creality printers just because they are like they're modular, so you can like upgrade and replace everything kind of as you want. You know, okay. um, as opposed to buying one that's like really fancy and like, you know, costs a thousand dollars. But like you personally can't like replace the nozzle with a different nozzle, you know. Um, so they are a little bit more laborious. But if you have a little bit of mechanical prowess, then it's not hard to figure out. You know, it took me probably a week to, to really like understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the software is, I don't know that I would say it's intuitive, but it is pretty intuitive. Like the UIs are usually pretty easy to use. And like when you find a model that you like, because there's like a bunch of websites where you can go and pull models. You can either pay for them or there's a lot of free models, tons of free models. Um, and so you just download it, plug it into the slicer and like the slicer is like, hey, like, you know, this is based on the settings. Like this is how, how you should slice it or like. Um, you know, kind of like a default setting, or you can change the settings if you're trying to do something specific. But it's pretty easy, honestly. I'd like one. I have too much stuff. I already have so much stuff that I thought I was going to really into. Yeah, I, I know the feeling there. Like, do you I, when I got drone? this, I was like, I, "Well, Aiden has a drone." Oh, okay. I'm going to I feel like that's the perfect example. I feel like most people that buy drones are really into it for maybe a couple months. Yeah. 
No, they're pretty cool. Dude, the drones are pretty rad. But most like consumer drones that you would spend, you know, a couple hundred bucks on are not going to have like the range, you know. So you got to be like uh, line of sight on them, and they're still, you know, maybe going to have a few thousand feet. I think I have a DJ Mavic Two. That's the D, the DJI. Yeah. Uh, those yeah, are I have a Mavic those are pretty two. solid, like consumer. Yeah. I think it was like fifteen hundred or two grand. I think. Yeah, that's. Do you have one of those? Yeah. Oh, nice, dude. That's pretty rad. I didn't pay for it. It was just given to me. What? Yeah. Straight the up. Fuck! Somebody was just like, "Hey, here's a fucking DJI Mavic Pro, my, whatever." Two. My, my dad's that guy that was like, "I'm getting really into like flying drones and shit," and uh, nice. We had this big big storm come through this wasn't that long ago and i and i've got quite a bit of property so i was like he was a little far from me i said hey will you run your like can i come pick up your drone or will you run it over here so i can just i just want to fly all of my wood line and try to find out like what areas trees went down or if i need to clean anything up if anything's in power lines just check it out and i was oh drones easiest way to do that and <laughs> i play with it and he was like yeah keep, hang on to it and then like a couple days later he's like Honestly, I never use this thing. I'm just glad that it's getting used and just gave it to me. Nice, dude. That's yeah. awesome. Kind of looked out there. It's fucking super. He's a real funny. sweetheart. Yeah. I I have to go, man. I have oh, to yeah. pull an Adam here. Yeah, oh. it's that time for me. This is cow bummer, dude. Because we bummer. didn't need, like, after editing, we're probably going to be at, like, 45, but that's all right. Um, we'll, we'll get a longer one next week. Mm-hmm. Well, kisses. Yeah. Have a good night. Fuck you, Adam. Mm, yeah, fuck you, Adam. All right, man. I'll catch you later, dude. See you, bro.